Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Desire the Fire podcast. It's welcome been a while. back. Yeah. Uh, actually, we're, we've been on a roll these last couple of weeks, huh? We've been uh, able yeah, to record this every. Is, this is the shortest between podcasts we've recorded, I think. And I think we're going to work a lot more on getting that consistent, which is good. Progress is always good. Yes. Hey, but we have been getting feedback on the podcast and the show. Uh, we I don't have? know if you know. Yeah, dude. There, we have a number of fans out there, too, uh, which is pretty cool. Are they all uh, Korean? Yes. Shout out to the Koreans out there. <laughs> no, but you know, I was checking the the stats and stuff like that. We've been uh, getting a world level attention. Just kidding, but <laughs> I don't want to push. I don't want to. Uh, they butter they check us out for like thirty seconds and then they leave. Yeah, but for sure, if you're if you're checking us out from outside of the states, we appreciate you very much. We appreciate it. We wonder if you can really understand what we're saying because. We can barely understand what we're saying sometimes. All the time. All the time. But uh, no, for sure. Uh, it's It's been good recording. And uh, hey, it's possible. Thank goodness to modern technology, huh? Uh, we are in Skype Light Studios. Skype Light. So are we sponsored by Skype in doing this then? I don't know if we're allowed to say that they're our sponsor. Isn't that like defamation no. or something? <laughs> we probably bring their name down a little bit <laughs> by saying that we're part of the part of the podcast or whatever but um oh, no for sure uh yeah we do have a uh, one of my uh, students at ucsd is a fan and he asked me to give him a shout out so uh you could give me crap about this later but Chongo, thank you for uh following he legitly laughs at our podcast and like i don't know how <laughs> hey daniel uh-huh why don't you ever shout me out whenever you're doing announcements and stuff in the middle of a conference in front of thousands of people <laughs> dude this is like in front of this is the middle of a podcast with thousands of people listening but we're representing our own brand here so it doesn't matter <laughs> I'm, I'm still butthurt i'll have it like written very small on my forehead shout out to andrew and then if you shout screenshot, out to chandler and like really zoom in on my forehead then you'll be able to see it then shout, shout out to chandler yeah shout, yeah it'll say shout out to chandler okay on my forehead. okay okay on, right above my left eyebrow oh my gosh and if you can't see it it just means your computer sucks <laughs> No, that's that's a cop out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But shout out oh, okay, to was I'm it a... shout out to Chung Ho? Chung Ho. Chung Ho. Yeah, thank you for uh listening. He asked me to give him a shout out last night. We shout you out. Him... We'll shout you out every episode that for we sure. record today. For sure. Which is he even justice. likes our podcast. Like he shared it on our uh, campus page. Oh too. really? Are you serious? Yeah. yeah, but nobody liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those it was the desolate post. It's one of those like, you know, like, oh it's the uncomfortable post that Unfortunately, you got caught looking at it because you know how, like, on Facebook, it shows whether a post is seen or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got caught looking at it, like, oh crap, dang it, <laughs> bro! I'm not gonna like this to acknowledge that I've interacted with this in any way. <laughs> dang, you're jacked up. Well, no, I'm just saying that's what it I'm is. I'm just playing. You know? I'm just so you're in the. You're, never mind. Let's let's move on from there. Uh, okay. So how is it going, Daniel? Oh, uh, you know, it's been uh, it's nice down here. Uh, I live in. A retirement community. People come serious? here to retire. Dude, man, you, you live know? in a freaking nice neighborhood then. Retired people are rich people because they don't have to work. They already have money. Yeah, but unfortunately, I live like 30 minutes away from that too. <laughs> is it uh, so Is I, it quiet? No, for sure. I'm probably the loudest guy here. I mean, I mean, is it quiet? Like, Oh, it is. Like the ambiance of the neighborhood and stuff? Yeah, have you ever gotten a noise complaint yet? No, no, no. It's like... You know, like last, uh, my my last place I was living at, they were having parties like every other day. Like, 
different person <laughs> on every floor, you know, but do you, you know, wear your Raiders jersey walking around the retirement community? I actually don't because I just don't want to start <laughs> unnecessary tension. So here's the thing. Whenever I go up to L.A., I'll wear it like with a passion, almost religiously. But, you know, down here, just trying to be respectful to the neighbors and stuff. But, That's uh, hilarious. Yeah. Um, well, as you know, uh, we're both trying to get ready for missions and I'm heading out in like a week. I'm kind of anxious about that. Um, Dude, but, Daniel, so where are you going? I'm actually going to Laos. You are. Oh. Yeah, and it's funny because the only thing I know about Laos is, uh, you know, remember that character from King of the Hill? I didn't watch King of the Hill. <laughs> oh, you are a redneck hippie. No, that show's really funny, dude. Uh, but uh, there's a character by the name of Khan, and he's like this random Asian neighbor that moves in uh, as the series is getting started, right? And like they're asking, like, what kind of Asian are you? And I'm like, and dude's like, I'm Laotian. And everyone's like, what? What? What, what ocean? <laughs> you know, like, ocean. <laughs> you know, because they, they, yeah, like you said, it's like a hillbilly town and stuff like that. No, but like, I knew absolutely jack about the country, but I'm hoping to uh, not let that hinder the gospel in any way, you know? Um, Are you, um, actually, I want to call you from now on Daniel Pike. Pike? Why? <laughs> because you're freaking white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you're like a, Hispanic. You are bad to the Gein. You know, my last name does mean white. So I guess it makes oh, sense. Oh, Daniel. Then we'll just call you Daniel White. <laughs> DW. <laughs> DW. Uh, no, but on the real side, I think it's cool because this year both of us are going on missions too. And you're yeah, doing a very dude, different I, one. It yeah. doesn't feel like I'm going to missions. I'm going to missions in like, man. Two and a half weeks now. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Well, where are you heading out to? We're headed to um, El Salvador, so that's going to be uh, a little bit different. It's uh, Central America. Mm-hmm. Actually, my old college roommate before I became Christian was an El Salvadorian. And we used to call him Mexican on accident all the time, and he gets so pissed off. Yeah, everybody in like Central America and South America don't like to be called Mexican. Well, I mean, nobody wants to be called anything outside of what they actually are. So. <laughs> like if we called you Chinese? Yeah, it's like, no. You or know, if we called you white? <laughs> did, did you ever have this growing up where like people would ask you what kind of Asian you are and you're like Korean and they're like, so is that in China or so- Japan? No, it's always South Korea or North Korea. Oh, you got so- oh well, I guess you grew up more more of a Korean community, huh? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, my yeah, friends were always kinda. like, is that in China or in Japan? <laughs> is that in China or in Japan? <laughs> yeah, Korea didn't even exist for a while. What is that, like a city in China? <laughs> it's called Korea. <laughs> people are making up a new new people group, you know, like... Oh, my. Yeah, but anyway, so you're going to El Salvador, uh, and this is a very different mission from what we're doing, right? Or for what I'm doing. Yeah, dude, it's um the first time I'm doing something other than kind of like witnessing kind of focus like straight up evangelism and stuff right? straight up evangelism yeah right, right. i think um we're actually going to um dig a well in a village that we have no idea which one because they will assign it once we get there oh so you guys don't even know where you're going right now um in south in south salvador in el salvador we we don't know where um we're going at all actually so they might just take you into like a tribal community and you guys might not be able to communicate with them at all. <laughs> it's funny. Um, so the, the organization <laughs> that we go with is Living Water International, so LWI. You can check them out on uh, 
water.cc. Is this still a water company that sells the... No, that's Smart Water, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, Starbucks. it's not. Like Ethos. I think that's oh, yeah, Ethos, Ethos Water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got caught for not actually um, giving back their promise or whatever. Oh, what? They were, so it was a scam or it's just not... I don't, I don't know I, I feel like they got fined or something it's oh. like tom's for for a while tom's wasn't giving back or whatever really yeah i did not know that but um i'm gonna go burn my yeah, tom's so. shoes now <laughs> you have tom's uh actually you know how it's a plus no one no no not actually so, no. you have tom's well i'm the plus one you know like you buy one and then it's a plus one to another person no i, I was that plus one where they gave it to you me. <laughs> that happens? No, I'm just kidding. Someone gave it well, to me. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> it was a hand-me-down. Or someone, uh, someone didn't want those shoes anymore, and so they just uh, dumped like four or five pairs on me. Do you wear it with socks? You know, I didn't, but I haven't worn them since, and I haven't worn them in like four years. So it's been a while. No, but you're, uh, just, okay. you're just denying it. You're denying the fact that you did. Okay, no, I'm not gonna die. I I really wanted these <laughs> shoes, dude. They're like trendy. You wanted these. I haven't shoes? been able to have like trendy okay. stuff in a while, so you know it's pretty okay. cool. Okay, we're not talking about Toms anymore. No more Toms. <laughs> How about the coffee instead, then? Tom and what Toms. coffee? I'm just kidding. What? What's that? You don't you don't know Tom and Toms? Oh my gosh, is that the Korean brand? Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh, dude. No, no more, no more of these references. All right, so Water Living Water International <laughs> has already completed. Over 15,000 projects where they've dig, dug wells. Not every single well is successful. So what they do is they have a list of villages that have actually requested for wells to be dug. And um, basically the organization goes into the village and they talk to the elders. And they um, talk with them and, be, and they're like, hey, where do you think the water supply is? Was there a well in this village before? Where was that located? And also they have, um, I don't know if it's geologists, but... They go out and they survey the land to see what would be the best place to start drilling. So you guys don't use those two stick thingies to try to find like water sources all over the place? Dude, Daniel White, <laughs> that is that is a tool made by your compadres. My compadres? Yes. Supposedly, so I saw this uh, National Geographic thing or like some some kind of a science program. It was at school. Why do you watch these weird no, stuff, man? No, this was man? at school when I was in high school and stuff and like, you know. It's you not watch studying. weird stuff. <laughs> no, but they were they were doing like these like quote unquote like uh, no, there's no quote unquote to it. Um, like supposed like non scientific methods of, of finding things, right? And so they did a which, segment which on is, these, those two stick thingies that they used to. Uh, you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about though? The two stick thingies. Yes, I know. They and also use that. They cross with they each other. That's like they water. also use that for um to detect ghosts. <laughs> Hey, this is science, man. It's not superstition here. <laughs> I've also no, dude. In the, I saw a Korean show where this guy was trying to find ghosts, and he walked into like a haunted house, and he had these two metal prongs. And then when they crossed, it meant that there was oh, something. Oh shoot, there. that's the same way of finding water. <laughs> Maybe the ghost leads you to water. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what is this? A kappa? A freaking water ghost? Kappa? A water demon? Japanese like turtle demon reference. Oh my gosh, dude. Okay, so I'm not even gonna reference my other water thing, but so basically, um, they go in. We we go as a team, and they're so good with it. They have all the equipment. They have all the. They have staff, um, and they go in. They teach you how to 
drill the well and you do it for like a week and it takes a couple days. So we have a hygiene team. So not everybody on our team's digging the well. Mm-hmm. So most of the girls are doing like hygiene and they're going to do like, I don't know if they're doing medicine, but they're going to go and ta- teach proper hygiene, go talk to the people, interact with the village. Um, most of the guys, um, it was funny because most of the, most of our team was all men. So I, I called us man Salvador, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, we got some girls, so it's not man Salvador anymore. But we actually, um, we're going to dig the well. One person's going to operate the machine, which is basically uh, like a, I don't know what it looks like, but it's supposed to force water into like a hole that just bat, 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 and it basically shoves it into the earth. And then we just have to dig and the water forces all the dirt out. So all the rest of the guys are just scooping up the dirt and just taking it out. And it just happens for like, I don't know, like a week or something. And once we get down to where the water's supposed to be, um, we either find it or we don't. And if we don't find it, then we put a sign in the ground that says, we dug here and the date and our group name. <laughs> oh, okay. So there is some kind of like evidence and record of like... Yeah, the so they don't effort. dig there again. Right, right. <laughs> But yeah, they have a pretty high um, track record of finding water, so there's a big possibility that we don't, but um, it just leads the way to finding water eventually. Mm-hmm. Well, how did your church get connected to this? Is your pastor a part of this? or it's Yeah, just, our pastor uh, actually went to El Salvador before, and he's done it before, and he's gone through it, um, and he just had a great experience with them, and he thought, um, he has a, our pastor actually really has a passion for water and like he he actually talks about wanting to try to set up a company that is similar to ethos i guess Mm. but gets water to the places that that doesn't have a lot of drinking water i guess he can never go on our podcast then huh because because we burn it (laughs) we evaporate all the water you probably put our fire out more than anything else oh you'll put our fire out (laughs) it's the reverse Uh uh-huh yeah, but um, yeah, he he's the one that really had the passion for it, and he taught us about um, basically he taught us in um, Living Water LWI actually teaches about water poverty, mm-hmm. and uh, people out there just don't have water, and um, I think seven hundred forty eight million people don't have access to clean water like on daily on the regular, mm. and on their website it says seven hundred forty eight million people to demonstrate the love of Christ, which is going there and helping them out. Right, right. So but, um, have you yeah, ever been out to any of these communities that didn't have water before? And do you know what it's like out there at all? I went to um, Cambodia and we're the one time that strikes me that I remember is um, I was in Cambodia when I was in like 10th grade and we ended up uh, going to a leper village mm-hmm. and I don't think they had much water. So there were kids and there were people just walking around and then. I don't know why one someone gave them the water and then they just started drinking it and it was like dripping all over their faces mm-hmm. and down their stomach and stuff and then we just started handing out water and mm-hmm. that that's when like they literally chugged down a liter of water as I just stared at them mm-hmm. and I'm like dang this is crazy mm-hmm. like we we drink like I, I was I was notorious for this during vacation but I dr- I would drink a sip out of my water bottle mm-hmm. and then um I would put it down and, and lose it quote unquote and uh we were we they amassed like a good eight to ten bottles of not drunk water and they're they all 
came to a unanimous conclusion that they all drank their water and I didn't, which it, it was me. But yeah, that's a lot of water though, dude. Yeah, and there's a lot of Gatorade. I just didn't really finish it. <laughs> well, I, I guess it's one of those things where, like, you know how um, your parents are always telling you when you're growing up, if you leave food on your plate, think about the starving kids in Africa. Oh my gosh! Well, now you get to actually see it for yourself, and you don't have to think oh about it. Oh my gosh! Hopefully, it'll just like traumatize you forever. <laughs> oh my gosh! And now you can later on you can tell your own kids think about the waterless folk in El Salvador and. Like you could, if they're like, oh, I don't care about them, then you could just like force them to watch these pictures that you, you all took and stuff. You are funny, but um, yeah, I think uh, we learned a lot. I, is it alright if I share about well, like some of the things that um, I learned about this water poverty thing? This is the first time I've ever heard about water poverty. Dude, this is uh your podcast. Go for it. <laughs> so, um, water poverty, obviously, um. People don't have water. And one of the exercises that we did as a mission team was we went, um, I forgot how many miles it was. I should have written it down. But I think it was like 2 point, 2 point something or 3 point something miles from one place to another, which is the average distance between um, where a person lives and the water supply. And um, we basically took paint buckets, and which is about five gallons is about how much a person brings back home to drink water. Five gallons and is like those big sparklets bottles. Yeah, it's... Or I don't I forgot what it was. It was just a big paint bucket, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to the local park, filled it up, and brought it back. Um, of course, we didn't fill it all the way up because we're not conditioned to do so. But that was literally—I don't think I've worked so hard for water. And while you're going, you're like splashing water out, and like you're spilling it, and it's not like you know it's not working. In after like a group of like ten people, we filled up like two and a half buckets of paint, like those big paint buckets. And usually in these other villages, it's not always the men that carry the water back, right? Oh yeah, you're right. It's it's the female and the children. So basically, you're weaker than a girl. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. I probably couldn't do it either. No. Uh, <laughs> the reason I bring it up is because I I was out there in a community that was like that. When I went to missions in Mongo, and the women are like way stronger than all the guys on our oh team. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, I, I give them props. Yeah, there's no visible muscle there, but man, they could like throw us. Like literally, they, <laughs> they, they threw us. one of our members when we were wrestling and stuff. Are you serious? Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. Sometimes we take a lot of we we uh, city folk. Uh, we're very weak people. Even the farmers oh in America gosh, think dude. we're a bunch of pansies too. So I um. I was scootering, and because I was hitting the brake, grabbing the brake too much with my left hand, mm-hmm. my left hand was sore. Oh, you mean when you were in after. Hawaii? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, scooting, what kind, how do you brake with the hand? And I realized you're yeah. talking about the, the motorized ones, and, right? Yeah, my hands are meant for typing and mouse clicking. They're very <laughs> precise when it comes down to it. I don't do heavy labor. Right. I mean, you do some crazy stuff with it, too. Do you still play the bass? Uh... No, I play, um, I've been playing electric, actually. Oh, what the heck? You're, you've abandoned your roots. What? Dude, I haven't played bass since I was in, like, I don't even remember the last time I really played bass. Do you know, I forgot what, what uh, social network it was, but one of your things listed you on your profile as a, pro, as a bass guitar tutor that you've been playing for, like, eight years and stuff like that. 
You tutoring for I eating? I don't remember. I remember yeah, seeing I, this. I, I remember that. I don't remember where. Yeah, I remember it made such a strong uh, impression because that was the year we were on the praise team together and I was trying to learn the bass. I'm like, freak, I could have just learned from you instead of trying to figure this out on my own. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I taught I taught a couple of people. Um, but yeah, that instrument was the first instrument I learned. But <clears throat> moving back to water poverty. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was that again? No, I'm just kidding. Um, so... <clears throat> these people don't have um so we basically spent half a day getting water back for sure and i don't think um like for us we just turn on the faucet turn on any faucet mm-hmm. the hose mm-hmm. and we get water but that really uh the amount of water that we brought back was the average amount that someone uses for a shower in america mm. <clears throat> and i think i don't know after that it did yeah it did really change the way that i i, I viewed water but um, when there's like a lack of water, we learned that uh, affects health, sanitation, and uh, obviously um, we use water to wash our hands. Do you wash your hands after you go to the restroom? I never wash my hands. You never do. Like well, even now. Like I'm glad you're saving all that water, but I kind of you know, go <laughs> uh, primitive with it. You know how cats wash their hands with their tongue? Are you? You're <laughs> disgusting. You're disgusting. You're, this is why we call you Hypatiga. <laughs> you know, just watching your your pets, what you end up doing is uh, modeling their behavior. And one day I just decided to start cleaning my Don't hands. Don't pets. Never mind. I thought it was supposed to be the other way around. Oh, was, oops. Well, now we know who's the boss in our house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your cat. Your cat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, but we um we read uh, an article about how it affects sanitation. And like teachers that have like... Let's, there was like a teacher that had a passion to go teach in these villages. Um, but because there wasn't water at the village, they couldn't teach. One, because the students wouldn't sit down mm. in their seats mm. or they wouldn't come to school because they have to help get water. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is the teachers keep getting sick because they don't have drinking water. Mm. And the other thing is they like it's just a lot of crazy things affect water. It's a basic necessity. Right. So because the basics aren't set, you can't improve in your way of life. Yeah, you can't you can't go to school. Right. There's you, a psychology concept called a uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it basically touches based on that very same thing, like shelter and and food and all these different things. And yeah, I guess a lot of these people don't even have that, huh? Yeah. So I, it's just a crazy thing that I never thought of. Like the of all the things that you like take for granted, I think. Breathing is one, and then water is the other. To the point where in America, like, there are a, there's a lot of times when you just don't drink water for a week. You know, you drink like soda, juice. I don't know, whatever you want, because you mm-hmm. feel like you're wasting your time drinking water. Mm-hmm. Might as well drink something that tastes different. Two birds with one stone. You're quenching your thirst and getting a flavor. You're enjoying out of it. it. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of hitting me now. Um, Thinking about it again, um, El Salvador is happening. We have a, a, you know, the thing about missions that I really enjoy. Mm. Whenever you go to these countries, you stay at the nicest places for some reason. Mm-hmm. And we have a beach house. Supposedly, that's where they um, have headquarters, like oh, where we sleep. Cool. So after a day of muddy, just digging, I'm just gonna run into the ocean, and that will be my shower. That's disgusting. Actually, that would be my pre-shower, you know. But you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> at, least, at least you don't lick your hands with your. Man, to clean them. call me disgusting. 
Well, since this has become the water podcast, let's just rename this particular episode to the Desire the Water podcast. Just kidding. Desire the Aqua. <laughs> no, um, no, we were the Water Treaders. Maybe this will be the Water Treader podcast. <laughs> we just changed the name for one episode. Oh man. Well, yeah, dude. What are, what's going on with um, just prep? How are you doing, like spiritually? Where has God been taking you? The week before missions, I feel like is one of the places where it's like it's you start getting anxiety sometimes or like excited anxiety. You know, it's a little bit of both, but uh, one of the things with us this year is that so many things that could go wrong have been going wrong. Oh my gosh! That you know, instead of going like, oh, I just want to get there already, that kind of thing. It's like I, I've learned to ta- take it a little differently this year. Um, you know, this is all missions right now, and what I what I kind of felt like was that this is just that. Um, let's see. Oh, dude, you asked such a random this. You asked this question out of order, man. I was ready for this. I know, but we we skipped the first part of our outline, so I'm going um, back to it. Well, you know, for me, what it is is um, I didn't want to go to the mission field and just come back and then like yeah, another three weeks spent because this time around, my wife's gonna be at home. I'm gonna be out of the country and out of out of the house for a good five weeks and like. These mission trips are getting harder and harder. When I was single, it didn't matter. I could just go buy mom, buy dad. I'll come back in, like, next year. And, like, they're like, okay, see you next year. Adventure! But, you know, like, now it's like you have a family. Your time is it's not your own anymore as much as it used to be. And and uh, with all that, too, uh, I wanted to make this missions really mean something. And so I think, in a way, God's really been teaching me to do that uh, before I've actually gone. Um, just a quick example. A uh, couple of weeks ago, my car got towed, and what? What sucks is you know you're trying to raise funds, but stuff like this always happens where your in income is always minus instead of a plus, and so yeah, instead of raising the however set amount, you need to raise a little more than that just to cover parking tickets or whatever it is. And like the thing is, my car got towed because like they put up a sign. Like essentially overnight, uh, that your car had to be moved, and I got out there like three hours later, and like, what the heck, my car's gone, and oh know, my gosh, it could have been the most frustrating thing, but even before anything else, uh, I remember having a Bible study with one of my uh, disciples earlier the week, and we talked about let's learn to give thanks in a difficult circumstance because that's a great expression of faith, and. You know, uh, it was a long, arduous process. It, basically, long story short, it took two days, and it cost about three hundred bucks. But two days to get your car back? Yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff happened. Um, oh my god! It was gosh. registered under my dad's name. He lives in L.A. Yeah, I needed to drive up to L.A. to get like a uh, like proof it? of whatever. Yeah, like a notary signature about to release the. Man, they were being jerks about it. Well, you know, it's just they're just doing their job, and they've. Because it's I such got, a high-stress thing, you know, I'm, I'm sure they've gotten a lot of crap from a lot of people. Yeah, dude, I got um, towed before, and they were, they ended up being nice about it, even though they are jerks towing it mm-hmm. by the way that they did it. But they let me, um, they just, my parents faxed their driver's license over. Oh. Yeah, they were asking for a notarized letter, so I had to kind of drive Oh, my gosh. Up. It's okay. I mean, at the uh, end of the day... It, it did cost two, 300 bucks, but 
Imagine if I had spent that $300 towards missions without learning this great lesson of Thanksgiving in difficult circumstances, you know? Yeah. And so, like, for me, that's like mission prep, too. And it was like a $300 seminary course that I took to be able to go on the missions in the right setting. $300 exp- what is it? Experience seminary Yeah, course. it's like a seminar type of thing that I take just to <laughs> get myself ready. So, I mean, oh, all in all, like, there's there's been a lot of that. Uh, it's not just me. The rest of my team has been going through big spiritual battles here and there. Uh, and because it's just been such a long, arduous process of it, like, going to the mission field, this anxiety thing, I mean, a lot of problems that I have haven't been resolved just yet, but we we serve a bigger God than my problems, right? So try not to stress too much and then there are times where it just kind of peaks and like I, I just need a breather for a little bit and just kind of get away from myself and my things and so i've been going on the computer and just like messing around playing games hearthstone no <laughs> what do you mean no i don't know what that is are you talking about like fireplace fireplace fancy medieval way of referring to your fireplace of course of course um, but yeah, you know, um, missions for us is always the same thing. It's just going out there and evangelizing on college campuses. And so, um, yeah. Do you know which campuses you're going to? Are you going to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, all of them? Well, we only have eight members. And I think uh, what's going to happen is the second week that we're there, the second out of three weeks, um, the native staff aren't going to be there. Wow. They're going to like a conference that... <laughs> They're like, chill. See, guys. Yeah, well, you have to Peace. understand, like, Laos wasn't the original plan for us either. We were supposed to go to Cambodia. Oh. But uh, because they kind of took us last minute with that, too. We just kind of... We're trying to be flexible with each other. Yeah. yeah so what's going to happen that week? I think... Well, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. And so, like, English classes and... Uh, so it's there. good so they're gonna set you guys up and somehow figure out the last week yeah yeah and apparently like the school we're going to they speak a good amount of english so yeah. it's it's doable you know uh, we're we're not necessarily going out there and like good luck <laughs> but it, it's that's like a pretty exciting thing. god will lead you guys yeah like he's been so you know it's all it is yeah. Yeah. you guys have a pretty big team though eight people is not small What's the biggest team you've been... Well, actually, you were part of like a mega team before, like 20-something people, weren't you? My average teams were uh, about 16 people, so this is a small team for me, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Usually, the reason being, I go to countries where there's only like one team that goes, and that's my team. Oh. You know, so like, it's kind of like a saturated population. It's your team. Yeah. Just your team. (laughs) What accent is that? (laughs) I don't know. It's like... It's like dubstep voice, radio DJ with a southern accent. Can you put like an effect on your voice after? No. When we're editing this? No. Not that we ever edit this. Just kidding. We really don't though. Maybe one day. You and maybe, I we just don't have the time for that, but yeah. Maybe on the 50th episode. Like a f- special 50. Special 50. Or our season opener in season two. Season opener in season... So we're... we're we're um, rounding out a se- our one season should be 20 episodes, right? Yes. So this is episode 15. Right. So we've got five episodes left to this season. We've got a right. lot in store coming up. We got some and good we should be rounded out with this season by the end of this summer. Yes. And then we're taking a break. Yes. And we're going to figure out what we're doing with this. Not because we're tired of this, but we want to make this that much better. 
Exactly. We want to desire the flame. Yeah. Hey, uh, okay, yeah, so um, I think that's about it for today, right? Is there anything else major we need we missed? No, just, yeah, we're good, we're good. For sure. Dan, do you want to uh, go ahead and close on the last passage of Scripture? So the passage of Scripture is the Great Commission passage. Um, shoot, where is this from again? Matthew 28, 18 to 20. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it looks like you got 16 to 20 here. 16 to 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would know. I should know this. You should. <laughs> now the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and earth and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Amen. That's so CCC. <laughs> Actually, we shouldn't say that. We should be bleep, 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 bleep that out. Are you going to edit that? I don't know. <laughs> I was saying, um, I don't know what I was saying. Yeah. yeah, so um, if, you like you what you listen to, <laughs> if you like what you listen today, uh, go ahead and rate our podcast on iTunes, uh, five stars. And um, whoever rates this podcast five stars, <laughs> Daniel will write you a haiku. A oh, my gosh. Did you, did you go back and listen to that episode you. that we're talking about? The haikus. No. No, one, no one has rated our podcast except Dan Kim. You know Dan Kim? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dan Kim, <laughs> our buddy Dan Kim, our buddy Dan Kim. If you are from a federal office, uh, disregard that name. <laughs> he kind of looks uncannily like Sam, but you know he's just Dan Kim. Um, also on Stitcher, if you don't have access to iTunes, go ahead and give us five stars, leave feedback. Um, if you um, watch us on YouTube. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to us and like our video. Um, also, comment on our video and tag every single person that you know on our Facebook page. So you should like that before you actually tag all your friends on it. We should be having some posts go up there with some insightful discussions. We'd love to hear from you guys. So go ahead and visit us at Desire the Fire Podcast, I think, on Facebook. And uh, join in on the discussion. So by the time this goes up, we should have something going. Were you reading a Is script that, or something right now? <laughs> no, man. I just made that up. I'm pretty oh. good, huh? <sighs> no, I was just rambling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, do, do they do that around you guys? Uh, like different Who's ways they? Say yes. Like, do people say that around you? You know, instead of just saying yes, yes, there's like yas and yes and... I think know. this is because you're on college kids so much. I, uh, I've never heard of this this concept before. Yas. <laughs> You, this is so something out of college. You know, I have to look up Urban Dictionary a lot these days. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So what's one word that you had to look up Urban Dictionary? Do you know what T-I-L is? Um, T-I-L. I looked this up five times actually on Urban Dictionary because <laughs> I didn't know what it was. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, every single time and I forget. <laughs> this is like Reddit language right here. So you know, you yeah, know Reddit, yeah, yeah. right? It's like today like, I learned 
Oh yeah, yeah there you go. Today like, I learned. Until is, is that like until this happens and like it didn't make any sense, but today I learned. So anyone yeah. who's old and out of touch with the youth these days, TIL stands for today I learned. And then there's a SMH which I had to look up, and then there's a TFTI. Oh, do you know what a FOMO is? FOMO. F O M O. What? What is this? Who makes these things up? You don't know FOMO? This is this is actually been on sports commercials. I thought you would have known this. FOMO, no. So there's FOMO F for football, and then FOMO mm, B for basketball, I guess. But FOMO is a fear of missing out. FOMO F. So FOMO F. Fear of missing out on football. Yeah, stuff like that. Why? Why is that even a thing? Because you know, like crazy stuff happens. Like sports, I th- I feel like you would appreciate this more than anything. Without- oh gosh, I'm freaking 27 years old and I'm losing touch with society, and I really don't care anymore. Ha 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 ha! This has been the story of your life, bro. This has kind of been the story of. My- <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> I'm I'm sitting over here making my own language. It sounds like you're losing touch with losing turn touch with yourself now. Losing turn 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 turn. With myself? <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> I don't know which word to use, and I kind of lost myself in the middle of the sentence. <laughs> All right, Daniel. So um, we're going to actually try to touch base before you leave, but do we have a surprise episode coming up? Maybe. Maybe. So if you stay tuned to your podcast channels at Desire the Fire and keep us subscribed and listen to us every time it comes out and tell all your friends about it, there may be a special episode co- that comes out. We might be teasing special episode for the next 50 episodes. We're, we're uh, naming this episode Raining on My Parade. <laughs> Why? Because all you did is talk about water today and it was supposed to be about my mission experience and you rained on my parade. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All I right, can't believe this. Uh, follow I can't us on believe Twitter. this. I can't believe this. <laughs> you can follow Chandler at Boom Chandler and myself at Super Nan Zero. And Don't follow me. <laughs> Don't follow me. Uh, you can flood your hate on Chandler. Uh, I'm gonna for- block you. I'm gonna block you on Twitter because too many people, too many Turkish things are happening. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm getting ready for missions. <laughs> You've been getting ready for missions for the past year. I've purged my twitter account of all the foreign interference <laughs> i think we t- talked about this last time yes peace <laughs> all right guys um what is it what's our tagline again keep the fire burning everybody yeah. see you guys later adios bye